0: <laughs> this isn't put on. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to Phil's recapper review tonight. It's going to be what did Joe think about the Walking Dead season finale and the most recent episode of Vikings? Season 5, Episode 4 Now, I'm really happy tonight Because I didn't have to do any work tonight Joe has been up all night taking notes Doing push-ups He's like Ivan Drago He's getting uh, Katie Crow sticking him with weird steroids and shit To pump him up for his excitement He's gonna really fool you guys And he's he's got some interesting thoughts tonight about The Walking Dead Now, Joe, uh, in full disclosure, told me right before we started That he's he's literally falling asleep So I'm, I'm trying to keep Joe awake with my pep in stupid vinegar, but everybody, uh, enough of you came. I, I could pull it up right now, the comment section of the Walking Dead midseason finale recap show. I, it was... It, And I exaggerate about this, you know. We're we're a small, humble channel that we're lucky enough to have so many people in the live motherfucking chat joining us tonight and joining us throughout. And we're we're humbled any way we're able to grow even just a little bit. But I do have to say I am not exaggerating to say that twenty five percent, maybe thirty percent, maybe fifty percent of the comments in the comment section was was Phil. You know, you know, walking David. Great job, but great job. But what I really need to know is. That's what they all want to know. Was it? We want to know what Joe thinks. In fact, you know, in some newer shows or movies and stuff, when I speak my mind, everyone wants to know. If they want to know. Was it all right, or did it drive him to drink? Right drink? We we all want to know. So, so I'm, I woke Joe up, you know, he, he, he worked hard last night, got barely much sleep. And I'm, I'm, I drove over to his house. I was like, no, Joe, you got to get up here tonight on this podcast and tell us a little bit. And his first response to me when I, when he said he has to talk about The Walking Dead was, I, I don't remember.
1: Well, I, I remember The Walking Dead last week. Was there an episode? There was an episode, wasn't there?
0: There was an episode of The Walking Dead, the mid-season finale.
1: I'll I'll break it. This is what I remember from The Walking Dead last week. This is the this is the things that stuck out in my mind that have carried me through a week now, and that's ah, close ups of everybody's face <laughs> in slow motion. Ah, shoot me in the fucking face! What a waste of thirty seconds of my life to go through all those. Seemed like an eternity. And number two, Carl died a week too late, two weeks too late.
0: Why didn't they just have like why did they just let us see him get bit? Right. And Joe, I think essentially that's probably what we're going to be talking about the most here tonight. The reaction in the whole situation with Carl dying. You and me have gone on at nauseam, as some people would probably say, about how the show has somewhat lost its balls, lost a sense of reality where the Walkers can, can, get, can get anybody. They got somebody, anybody, Carl. How did you think that that was done in the show? You kind of just hinted that at it there with—
1: horribly. Like, I I don't know. Some people rewatched and said that they definitely saw Carl get bit. But when I only watched it once, that's all I could stomach to watch it. Uh, I didn't see him actually get bit in that scene. It would have been a much bigger deal. I think more than just a couple of people would have seen it and would have had to rewatch. It wouldn't have had to rewatch to see it. So instead they take what should have been like a really powerful, impactful moment. They just kind of like strip it from us. And it just goes to show you, yeah. What are you thinking, Rick? This is the kid you sent in charge. The kid that goes wandering around alone by himself in Zombieland and has been in this situation many times, almost getting bit like that while he's out on his own. Glad he finally did. Fucking putz boy.
0: Now, uh, also on top of that, we'll talk a little bit more directly about the episode and get Joe's thoughts on the episode direct. And thank you to everyone, Kattegat, E. Martinez, Iron Throne, John Wayne, anticlimactic ending terrible fight between Negan and Rick. We got the Justin Thomas show, Justin Thomas in the live motherfucking chat. Lots of love to Justin. Great, great, good vibes to all you guys in the fucking chat joining us this Sunday evening to hear about what Joe thought about this episode of The Walking Dead. And also, we do want to hear your comments as well. If you have any questions for Joe, specific questions or comments, you can always text in at 781-990-8509. Also, leave a voicemail on that number as well, or call and leave a voicemail on that number, or jump in the live chat as well, and I'll try to get your comment or question. So, associated with the Carl situation, this is a little bit outside of The Walking Dead itself, and we usually don't talk about stuff like this, but a lot. This kind of got a little bit of press just because right after the episode, I don't know if you heard anything about Carl's father's reaction to the situation. On the college and yada yada all that shit. Yeah, basic. Right. Basically, he he put a post out, and I'm not one to talk about posts and stuff, but it's kind of funny. I more mean it from a funny standpoint. The night that the episode came out, that said. I never trusted The Walking Dead. I never trusted Scott Gimple. <laughs> Chandler did. They told him he'd be around for three years and they decided to kill him at the last minute. They so, asked him to stay around for three years. He said I'd love to,
1: but I want to go to college. Two weeks later, they fired him.
0: I don't is that is that I didn't dig into it too much. My question is this. Did they, did they react to us in this? Did they at the last minute go, we need to do something to get some balls here. Who can we kill to get some balls? And then the last minute decides, decide Carl. And did you, do you think it was the right person to pick for maximum emotional benefit? What? what, what, I don't think there was any emotional. uh,
1: There was no emotion behind it. It was, it was this whole episode. And then, oh, by the way, Carl got bit the other day. Like when he's when he's limping around through the fog, weren't you like, why is he limping? All he did was fall down. Like, did he even fall down? A blast went off in the background, but like, why is Carl limping all of a sudden? That's all I could think. And then like they were like, oh, here's your son. Now then he's sick on the ground. Uh, just it. Ju- it felt off. It felt stupid. It felt it felt rushed and hurried. Like. I don't know. I just like the fucking trash people. What a what a big surprise there! I remember them running off
0: like, oh, they're right. So so glad
1: we brought them back. Why the fuck did Rick go
0: talk to them again? The last episode you and I talked about was how most of that episode was dedicated to Rick talking to the trash people and then getting captured and all that sort of shit. Ultimately, to lead up to once they faced some adversity, running the fuck away, Joe. So that ended up being absolutely for fucking nothing. Yep. Nothing.
1: Yep. Wonderful. Maybe you can go have another Thunderdome fight and uh, talk baby talk with uh yeah, They're
0: the going to be, be back next season with the Muppet, with the Muppet babies, Joe dancing around. Trash people. Da, da, na, 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 na. Let's go to the live motherfucking chat for a second here. Justin Thomas says, "I think it was a good move. No joke. It, they finally put some stakes back in the game. I think it concept it's a good it's a good I, good good thing to try to put back into some level of fear. I, I absolutely see what you're saying there in base concept. I just think in execution, it failed on all ends in public relations for the show. And I know people hate when I talk about this crap, but I don't give a fuck. They fucking told you it was a big shock. And when you tell someone that, over-expectations are everything. Why did they have to build that up? Was it such a shock that they had to build us up to it? And I think that, again, just deballed again, any possibility for emotion unless you lived in a bubble and didn't know what was coming they basically told you even in the commercial break don't worry it's coming up though the second that's you're gonna talk about and you know why it was a big shock you know why they said get ready for a big shock
1: everybody because you saw the entire fucking scene where carl supposedly gets fucking bit and he doesn't get bit in that scene so of course it's a big shock that the next episode that you wait 60 minutes for for Where's my shock again? And no fucking shock happens. And then they're like, oh, look at my bitten belly. Stupid. It was stupid. It was another stupid death. It was, It was. yeah, don't forget the walkers are a danger, even though we spent the whole se- half season all, oh, my God, there's 20,000 walkers outside. But the moment they come through the wall, which everybody's afraid of, they just easily blast their way through the all. Why were they all like – and, and Gabriel and fucking Jeffrey Dean they have fucking fight their way through him to get back into the compound uh it was that why is everybody scared of them uh, like it it does they don't make any sense. With this Walker threat, it's either a threat or it's not a threat. They can't have it both ways, and they play it up like this big fucking threat, and then nobody fucking dies from a Walker forever, and they're like, oh, look, Carl died.
0: Not even yet. We we, David and I I were joking about that. He's going to be in the next episode, and I wouldn't be surprised if Gimple caves to the pressure of— I was going to mention this at the end. There's people with a fucking petition, bring Carl back. I mean, give me a fucking break. Uh, Why?
1: I bring them back as far as i know by the end of by the end of the whole third compendium i know there's been books published since the third compendium came out a year's worth or year and a half's worth or whatever but like by the time that like there's not they could use they could make any other character do the shit that carl does even
0: even if i was a carl fan i'd applaud the walking dead for Getting this character off the show right now. No, uh, I or just the fact you'd want the show to have some balls. So again, in concept, I understand what what Justin Thomas is saying there. I just think an execution it fucking failed. We got
1: you, you, we, you want you know, want to know what would have been a big, bigger shock, a better shock, is if instead of when they went back to the fucking hilltop and Maggie shot one of them, Maggie shot them all. Maggie shot every single fucking prisoner in that camp because fuck you, Negan. I ain't gonna feed these fuckers and fuck them all. Because fuck them all, straight up. That was the plan. That's what we're getting back to. This was ridiculous. You saw what they're going to do. You saw what they threatened to do. You saw what they did do. Everybody, this is fucking war. We are not taking these prisoners. We are not wasting a morsel of food on them because the moment they fucking Negan comes here and sees them, or we have to release them, they're all going to turn around and want to fucking kill us. So let's kill these twelve in this fucking in this cage right now. Not just one of them, not just one of them, and certainly not any of them that aren't the loud motherfucking cocksucker in the fucking back. (laughs) And everybody, here you go. There you go. That would have been a much better uh, ending than just her coming back and shooting one and then like, oh, look, Carl's dead. Carl's Carl's, Carl's a walking dead man. (laughs)
0: so let's jump into the chat K. Rich says zero emotion Carl was pointless he had a ramless homeless man introduced to produce a random walk in the woods E. Martinez says uh, and Timo great to see Timo in the live motherfucking chat E. Martinez asks what is Rick's motivation to survive now? Carl was supposed to be his major driving force for survival Rick has to die since they went this route do you think uh, Rick has any because Shane's daughter I guess? Judith? What is Rick's major motivation is uh, a revenge. He's going to he's going to go the revenge route, but he's somehow going to blame Negan for what happened to Carl, maybe. So she doesn't have any
1: leverage anyway. Do you think Negan Atari Dad? if she kills them all, she has no leverage. She has them all in there. And when Negan shows up and says, oh, release my guys, what she's going to say, no, or I'll kill him. Like, the, it's not really leveraged. You really think Negan cares about those 12 people? Do you think he even knows who they are? I think he already wrote them off. I haven't seen them in two days. They haven't checked in. They're probably already dead. So, you really think Negan gives a shit? Negan's ready to kill everybody to get what he wants. So, if they die to get what I want, then they die to get what I want.
0: Oh, yes. We got Lola in the live chat in our t- Atari dad dog. Uh, in there as well. People are overlooking the one big reason why they need to kill Carl. Chandler Riggs can't pass for 14 forever. Uh, Tivo says, I would be slightly more impressed with ep- with the episode if Simon ended up killing Jerry instead of that hillbilly number 38. Do you re- remember that part of the episode, Joe, when it's it looks like uh, Simon is going to execute one of the people and they got that guy Jerry who is uh, the uh Ezekiel's yep. number one lined up and instead of killing uh, Jerry in that moment as it looked like in the scene, they kill the hillbilly dude that has the... The damn right comment, you damn right, kids. I'm gonna kill you uh, in the back in that situation. Was that that another example of a moment when the show could have done something more? So that moment, and also you mentioned earlier the Maggie moment where she shot someone in the face. That didn't impress you that Maggie finally stepped up? No, she should have shot them all. She should have shot them all. Love you, Not
1: just one of them, all of them. There was no reason to not kill them all. None whatsoever.
0: And sorry, sorry, I'm getting caught in the live of the fucking chat. Uh, you guys are fucking amazing as always. My problem with them killing Carl is the Carl comic storyline. Carl was going to get his comic story arc ready, but now it's done and gone. Do you think they they're going to give storyline mi- to Enid? They can give that storyline to anybody. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like
1: they can, They it doesn't necessarily have to be Carl that does that storyline. Um, it, I, I'm not exactly sure of the entire story. I haven't read past the compendium three, which ends uh, after this war, and they like they're like a year later <laughs> I'm shit. So.
0: Lola says, "Joe, no, kill them all." Catarrian K- says, "Joe, no, not Enid, please, no, not Enid, no." Who will knife? Who will knife Carl in the back of the head? Atari Dad says, "I'm honestly surprised that Chandler, Chandler Riggs has passed as that young for so long. I'm convinced that he's taking growth stunting drugs like back yeah. in the '80s." Uh, Timo- what the f- he goes from he goes from Carl goes from
1: like this gung ho, I'm gonna go kill Negan myself, to peace and love, and let's just get over this, Dad. Let's not kill anybody. Let's just why can't we leave and all, all this weird fucking shit like I. I don't see who didn't see this coming, like, with that big of a turn from, like, from – it just – and I'm sorry. The, I'm sorry, but that kid's in charge? Really? You left and we weren't kidding? We weren't kidding that the little fuck's still wearing his daddy's fucking uh, cowboy fucking cop hat from Georgia? Well, leaving him in charge, the kid that can't stay in fucking town, the kid that can't follow a single fucking direction week after week after week after week. <laughs> this is like the stupidest fucking kid. He was he, uh, Not too long ago, it was borderline as to whether or not he was a complete fucking sociopath. <laughs> And now it's like that's all right, Carl. We know you've been through a lot, but you're in charge now. While well, I go and, and <laughs> kill the uh,
0: Walking, David, watch there. out! Whoa, well, walking, David, watch out! Go, Joe, nice, <laughs> <laughs> Joe. I, I'm impressed. I'm gone, Carl, but <laughs> I'm
1: back soon to help you. <laughs> fuck the rest of my town over the way you need it done. <laughs> Don't worry, Carl. Suck the poison out of your wound. Just take your shirt off, Coral. It smells bad, Coral. I don't know. I'll hear you.
0: <laughs> oh, Joe. Oh, that's awesome. Joe's kicking ass with the Rick Grimes impression. Uh, maybe they can do the kid from the kingdom Carl's go- Carl go cargoes that suspended animation. Timo says Carl was a dumbass, still's bothering walkers. He deserved to die that way. I don't yeah. give a f-
1: why not just avoid him, Carl? Like the two of you. You don't even know. So you see this kid take out one walker, and yeah, he's been alive for this long, but you don't know how many people he was with before last week when you <laughs> fucking met him. But you decide, let's go fight six walkers with them. Like you see him take out one with a, a, a trap he devised, but it just doesn't
0: Hannibal I says don't I remember
1: understand any of it. It doesn't make sense. It felt stupid, it felt rushed, it felt pasted together it felt (laughs) all these stupid things it felt like a waste of a fucking episode every time like face after face after face like the slow motion shit like what was that supposed to invoke in us it literally felt like we don't know what to do it was supposed
0: to evoke it it was supposed joe i know exactly what it was supposed to evoke it was supposed to evoke sales because they can so they could fit more commercial breaks in and that's why they had a uh Bunts out the episode to 90 minutes instead of having it just be a regular hour episode. We fucking crazy shit. I remember Carl loved the pig says Hannibal. Uh, We got uh, Carl's weak ass. Still can't take out two walkers if he has a gun. Guaranteed the kid has... Uh, They're going to do a time jump, no joking. You sounded like old man uh, Vince McGill impression, old man Rick impression, says Atari Dad. Great to see uh, so many new faces in the live chat right now. Ducks, great to see. We have not started talking about Vikings quite yet. A little bit more The Walking Dead, and then we'll switch over to talk about the most recent episode of Vikings. And uh, we got King McKay in the live motherfucking chat right now. Told you it's the Gimple effect. Hope Chandler gets... Uh, acting better after get gets better at acting after college all that breathing in between lines when he's not even being chased <laughs> they need to have a choral action figure with uh, bite marks he was starting to get the fever from
1: the uh... remember how long they dragged out uh, in season one the dude that got bit that they left on the side of the fucking road remember how long they dragged out him being sick and dying for from his bite how long are they going to drag out Carl's for I mean they brought on the sickness pretty quick. Like one second he's fine walking through town, parking orders. This is what we're gonna do. This is what we're gonna do. The next fucking scene we see him in, he's like, he's like, oh, I'm, I'm talking to. So the very next scene he's limping and can't walk, and, and the very next scene he's ashy and can't can't breathe, talking to his dad. It's ridiculous. It's like the fastest. Like they're like, ah, oh, quick. We're going to – yeah, I, I bet there will be some sort of like time jump. And that wouldn't even make sense because wouldn't Negan be trying to fucking kill him all over the next like couple of days, do all the shit that he needs to do? It makes no sense. It makes it's, – it's fucking hard. Like as far as I'm concerned, this is way – not just the killing of Carl but just the way this
0: played out is way off book. And- way And you kind of hinted at it. Timo's saying in the live chat right now, I'm just dreading walking. David and I talked a little bit about it in the recap. Excuse me. I'm dreading how long Carl's death will be dragged out. I mean, oh my God, more doom and gloom where our group Chandler Riggs has said, or they're hinting that it was only, only be one episode. But as we know, The Walking Dead uh, told Chandler Riggs that he was going to be there for three seasons, and then they say, be prepared to die. So who knows what they're actually going to be doing when they go back to production. So, so I agree. The last three seasons, or I might be exaggerating, the last two seasons have been a couple of weeks. Is, is that part of the reason why The Walking Dead isn't as interesting, because time isn't moving at normal speeds? If they actually progress the story, would that help a little bit, Joe?
1: No, the th- they have to write a compelling story. That's what's going to help. Mm-hmm. Like here we are. Think about where we were at the at the at the opening of the second half of last season. Think about where we were at the opening of the first half of this season, and think about where our characters are now. Pretty much the exact same spot,
0: minus a few buildings of Alexandria. Yeah, not not much has changed, not a what ton of a de- not a ton of development has happened or great character moments that can define the early half of Walking Dead since they've reached Alexandria. I think we can we a lot of people want to look or it's an easy point place to look with the Glenn dumpster stuff, but I think at, there was some cool stuff before that point and there's been some stuff after, but I think once they reached a place and they started to bring in more of these other, other societies and other groups into things, more of a focus. I think that's when we lost some of our direct folk, direct, uh, intensity of the show. Maybe Well
1: it's not just that or for it's, me anyways, it's also, um, it's the, you know what, you know what they've done in each of these episodes and, and it started, it starts you know, Carl go, Car- Carol goes out on her fucking walkabout. She goes from, be- like, in the snap of a finger, going from, like, hard-ass bitch warrior to I'm a pacifist. Yeah, it goes one- for,
0: like, it goes right from the episode where she saves them from Terminus to, and I talked about this before, Carl, uh, Carol is too strong. We need to Peter Petrelli nerf her. She has too many powers. We need to take away all her powers. How can we do that? Oh, that device works for everybody.
1: And, and that's exactly what they're doing. They're going through all of them. Now we've done it with King Ezekiel. We're doing it with Morgan for a second time. We did it with Carol. Carl just has now gone through it to the point where he's now bitten. <coughs> Are we going to have like another <laughs> – Rick's been teetering back and forth between the, the two of this bullshit. For... It just – it's it's that like – you. You have one character go off the handle and you have another character talk him down and the very next fucking episode, the talker downer becomes the off the handle and someone else talks him down. The very week after that, the new person that talked him down becomes the the fucking basket case. It is absolutely disgusting. It's a TV trope that's been used in countless non-serial episodic television shows for fucking decades. And if you don't recognize it, Nobody can fucking help you, and you still love this show. I don't know how many every season of of SVU or Law and Order, whatever, or CSIs or any of those shows, any of those shows, they do it. There's those those we're gonna do it with these three characters this season, these three characters next season. It's it's formulaic and it's absolutely fucking disgusting. And The Walking Dead is has a history which is changing rapidly of being better than formulaic television.
0: And Atari dad says, just to to go to your point about how they change things up, uh, can kind of see why Kirkman wanted to plant their roots in Alexandria. If every place they go to just ultimately falls and the entire series would just be a long hopeless drag <laughs> drag of each situation being a place that they're at and then it explodes. So I agree, they broke out the norm of they could have just stayed at the prison, they could have stayed here. But I think Joe said it perfectly, and I, I guess I didn't uh, embellish enough, that it's not just the location. I think that's just a flagpole event, which to me symbolizes when the writing kind of got a little stale and they got a little bit too comfortable in their bridges there, uh, towards what they were writing about and they had the safer surroundings. So they, so they started, you started to lose some of the time clock feature of the show that was there. I'm not talking about 24 with the ticking clock. I just mean the fact that there is no solid ground. So now that you have these solid grounds. You, it's turned into more of a turf battle of on some points and the walkers are just, pieces in the board that you can use as as weapons here and there and not really the threat to get you unless you want to make your characters stupid and again with the carl situation someone said this earlier they had to create a situation of him helping out someone randomly and then doing this ridiculous situation a couple of episodes ago that got him bit where it's like where the kid believes that if you kill the walkers or releases the souls or some crap and then they're going around Carl's like, that's first of all, says, that's stupid. You shouldn't believe that. We don't have to fall into our parents' traps. And then when they're walking away, felt feels bad and goes, okay, we'll kill some walkers, and then gets himself yeah. so bit.
1: Skip through the, skipping through the walker fa- like farm. Let's go. Yeah, let's, let's kill some go, five, five, five. Let's go five. release some souls.
0: Yeah, not too late. And he like, he like goes against what his point is, what he made the point three minutes later of the episode. So I appreciate at least some. Uh, Which also goes against the point he finds out and learns
1: himself when he doesn't kill the walker in the woods and it comes back and eats Dale. mm -hmm. And so he learns you kill them all. And somehow we all forgot that. We don't
0: kill them all anymore. At least in this situation, he got himself killed instead of someone else again. And I think they should just try to put some hydrogen peroxide on the bites. I think it it could come. Simplicity says, (laughs) Annabelle. And they reminded me this episode of exactly
1: what is fucking wrong with this whole Alexandria shit in the first place and this whole fucking storyline and how fucking stupid it is. Aaron says, Oh, uh, whining about my lover. Uh, when we used to go out on the fucking drives to bring people back to Alexandria, we'd be gone for weeks, he says. He's explained this many times. In all the times that you went out and all the times that everybody fucking went out. And nobody ever heard of the Saviors? Nobody ever heard of the Kingdom. Nobody ever heard of all the you were out for weeks. You were you were you were miles and miles away in that direction, in this direction.
0: <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I guess they just sucked ever. at their job.
1: <laughs> like there's three other communities that are all within maybe like an hour drive or so, right?
0: That uh Say what you want about, about Glenn and Maggie or Judzia and Worf back there. Uh, they got shit done. They could be a couple and go out and actually get shit done and learn information. So, uh, so I am a plan. It seems like Aaron and his boyfriend were going out there uh, having fun and not, like, actually learning what's going on and hearing about the Saviors and shit.
1: Well, none of the There was more than just those two going out ranging. Or there was, you know, he would go out with different people. But nobody came back with intel on, like, and they say, like, we spend time studying people to find out whether or not they're good candidates to bring back studies from afar. Like, like, if these are the cases, like, come on, like,
0: you're horrible at your fucking job. Uh, great to see Igor in the live chat. Glad you're doing great. Chalkboy, Chip Chipper said, Team, fu- team Joe. that's exactly why I cheer for, with, uh, with the death of every Alexandria and those idiots are the downfall of this show. Chalkboy says they didn't get a chance to grow so- sorghum pancakes. And <laughs> funny fucking shit. Okay, so... Now that we got through a little bit of that, I do want to ask you a couple of uh couple questions about maybe some of the things you liked or some of the things I liked. Did you enjoy the Negan and Rick f- fight? Can 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 you agree that Negan's the best part of the sh- best part of this episode? <laughs> But think it's the worst
1: part of every episode. <laughs> there is not a single episode that he's in that he opens his mouth that he's on my screen where I say he's, he's
0: So he you have oh, you oh, haven't oh. warmed up to him at all in season no, okay, eight no, okay, instead okay, of season Jeffrey seven. Morgan
1: has done absolutely nothing for me. The character's written like shit, his dialogue is shit, his he, it's it's as Abraham put it, he is a shit swimming through a river of shit that got shit on
0: by gimbal uh, i just want to say one comment before it rolls by duck says stop pointing out the logic (laughs) flaws it's gonna ruin everything stop Unfortunately, it's not a road trip with zombies It's about crumbling of civilization, stupid dialogue uh, The faces, montages Forgive me my spelling, typing in the dark while fapping It's okay, it's okay, fap away, Swordstone. I uh, I am too You can't see below the screen, don't, don't worry Yes, Negan saved the episode for me He made it exciting, shame Joe I, th- That's how I feel a little bit, the, the Negan Rick fight, Like Rick's like, do you ever shut up And he's yelling back at them and, the, and them getting into a fist fight I actually enjoyed that scene, I can't lie
1: him to run away and not kill Negan it, again I didn't not say the
0: conclusion was good Joe I think just the action in the scene was entertaining for me to watch and I think in a in a relatively dull episode that had me not feel a lot of things Jeffrey D Morgan eating scenery at least made me chuckle a couple times like Rick walks right into
1: town no guards anywhere none of the none of the Neganites fucking uh floating around Walks right into a house that he and three <laughs> of his lackeys went to. If you remember, he had three people walking with him when they when he went off to go. I'm gonna go make spaghetti in Rick's house, yeah, cause I'm so cool. <laughs>
0: cause I said that in another episode. Cause I yeah, said, call you know, back. To remember, spaghetti in Rick's house. Yeah, you 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 hear this callback, everybody? Boy. He he <laughs> might have just like a, did a Zach Morris timeout there. Timeout, guys. You get that callback? Because I said it in another episode. Yeah. Because <laughs> he so broke ridiculous. he broke the wall earlier in the episode in the face montage when everyone else is like in, in character looking around, and then they go to Negan's character, and he's just looking at the camera like, eh. <laughs> awful. So you didn't like the Negan and Rick fight at all? No, it was. It, uh... Did you like Eugene in this episode? Was there any part of this episode that you enjoyed? There was
1: absolutely nothing in this episode that I enjoyed. Absolutely nothing from from scene after scene. Like Phil, I'm telling you, there hasn't been anything about the Walking Dead that I've enjoyed in a long fucking time. It's sad. It's really sad. Like yeah. at this point, no, I, I am not a fan of this show. I, I'm gonna come straight out and fucking say it. I'm not. I was. I was a big fan. I, I'm a big fan, you know. Big fan. But uh at this point, of the show I am I really don't it's, it's the music is gonna make me cry though <laughs> <It> really <is. laughs> I, I mean I, I it's
0: wait wait it's I'll, to, I'll do better I'll do better
1: it's hard to come out and say every day <laughs> that um Wow, the cinematography was great. The the makeup was great. Those walkers looked so realistic. The acting was wonderful from so many of the characters. How many times can you say that in a row and be like, but the writing fucking sucked. The producing, other than those other things, was kind of crappy. I, I don't understand any character motivation of any of the fucking characters whatsoever. Like, right down to... Michonne's leaving the compound even though she's like i'll protect the alexandrians and then she's like all right uh we've been sitting here for 12 hours i gotta i gotta go see the i gotta go see the saviors and like nobody is back none of our warriors are back at the compound and carl's out fucking picking his ass with some stranger good thing we
0: left him in charge so, so I don't want I don't want to belabor the point, And Ducks makes a good point in the live chat right now. Uh, so, but a couple couple more quick things. And this isn't we're not going to cut this up. This is gonna this podcast is gonna live like this. So we can we can if people have more Walking Dead questions as we change the subject, we can definitely get to it at the end. If anyone wants to call and leave a voicemail for any questions, we can take voicemails at the end or text at seven eight one nine nine zero eight five zero nine. But Joe. Last question, and it might be a simple one for you. And I'm going to talk about this question for myself later in a collaboration cast I'm going to be doing soon that I'll talk a little bit more about uh, later once the details are hooked up. But for, I'm curious for your standpoint, because this is probably the last time we'll hear you talking about The Walking Dead till, uh, t- till I force you to continue doing this in the second half of the season. Uh, but is there anything, anything at this point The Walking Dead can do in the second half of the season to get you back as a fan? Uh, and like legitimately, like tangible things or any- anything that you could see that they could do. Uh, I don't know, but if
1: they were gonna kill off a fucking character that was gonna remain in the books past that's more, they killed off the wrong fucking one, that's for sure. Um, there's uh, if they have to just blow it all up, I, I think they gotta get rid of Gimple. What's like all the- if this was Gimple season. If Gimple had anything to do with the fucking dumpster, that dude needs to be fired and fucking blacklisted. He
0: needs to go back to school, or he needs to... uh and we're not talking about Rodney Dangerfield movie. That's fucking awesome. He needs to go to a. He needs to. I. He, and I and I hear what you're saying. So you're saying you need it. You need them to completely blow it up. Get a new pro, get a new production team in there. Show proactively that they understand that people are up. That a general fan base is running away from. The, and it's not just us. A lot of people want to go. You guys are too negative about the show. A lot of people are feeling this, and the ratings for The Walking Dead is the lowest it's been since someone said this in the comments section. I'm sorry if I'm uh, if I. Misquote the facts, but it's something like it's the lowest it's been since season two or three or something like that.
1: Here's how you know the show has gone so far fucking downhill that if this was three years ago, if this was any other point, and one of our main original cast members died, you wouldn't be hearing about oh they fired him because he's going to college and his dad put out this tweet and. You would be hearing outrage. You would be hearing oh my gods. You would be seeing articles everywhere that weren't just focused on the behind the scenes drama. It would be focused on the actual drama that is The Walking Dead and the characters that we lost and all this shit. But you don't hear any of it because nobody gives a shit that we lost this character. It like it like the 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 stark difference between Like the water cooler talk after a character dies, normally in the past. And Carl dying—it's like non-existent. Nobody gives a shit. Millions and millions of viewers have stopped watching over this season. Millions. The last two, but like, but this season's bleeding ratings like a sieve. Like every every episode sees like two points down, two points. Like they lose so many, like a, such a percentage in their own, and like you're talking about people who have been fans for the entire seven year
0: run, like. And I don't think, in, a, in fairness, I don't think they're stopping watching the show. Just like someone asked Joe, "Are you going to be back in the second half?" I'll answer that for you. Of course, he's going to be back in the second half. The it, <laughs> he's like, I don't know about that, Phil. Uh, but the, but ultimately, I think what's becoming of The Walking Dead is that at this point in time, the way television's delivered, the way people gobble up their entertainment, to force yourself to fit into a time schedule to have to watch a show when it's on live and like live it up, build it up every week, talk about the show week to week and get into it and watch it versus, oh, wait for the whole thing to be posted on Hulu or Amazon or Netflix and stream the whole series season when it's done and I think The Walking Dead all these people that, are, that aren't watching it anymore aren't necessarily abandoning the show 100% it's just the show is going to not and I, I'm not using this term for NBC of the 90s but must see TV or week to week entertainment that you have to watch week to week because you can't you can't miss a moment of the show, and you don't want to be spoiled. Like it's at this point, it's you know when the possible extremes are going to happen. They're very predictable. It's either going to be in the right, mid the, the show,
1: absolutely. There's nobody dying in episode. Nobody important is going to die in episode four.
0: It's going to be in eight or one, and it's probably not even going to be that big. And you can watch it later, many weeks and months later, in a binge, and probably enjoy it a lot more. And uh, here's the thing: if no, no, no. No, you will not. I think I'd enjoy it boring as a as a no, binge.
1: I don't think you would. I think I think you're missing uh, a big part of – with this show and with the time periods they make you wait, they give you eight episodes, they make you wait six months, they give you eight episodes, they make you wait eight months, they give you six episodes. The way they keep doing this, right? Like I said, if you were to sit down and binge last season, you were watching six hours of Negan talk fuckface. <laughs> almost audit audit
0: no 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 joe i wish it's poop face or poop face, po- poopy like, yeah. poopy i wish it was fuck face
1: you know, pants on. like you're watching you're like out of the 16 hours you're watching or like the eight hours back half of the season you're gonna be watching six hours of negan talking that's gonna fucking kill you you're gonna you're gonna see if you if you were to sit down and be like all right i'm gonna do seven seasons this week let's do it i got the week off you're going to you're going to see the exact loop they got you fucking running in and you're not going to be happy it's, with it it's you're going to be, be like oh my god this is the exact same Half a season I watched last. It's a- going to
0: be interesting, and I just want to say this: not that it will ever happen, but it might happen. Future viewer, if you're at, or a listener of this podcast, if you're ever listen to this later and you binge watch this point, definitely leave a comment. Many many years in the future, very yeah. curious about that. Timo donated twenty dollars in super chat. Joe sounding depressing. I think he needs a drink. Did you like the red machete, Joe? Hold on. Okay, oh. Joe's going to go get it. Joe's going to go get a drink. He's going to handle drinking duties, and I'm going to spin the wheel for you, Timo. But we're just going to have it land on. Uh, Joe drink and then we're gonna spin it a second time and Joe drink. So it was two Joe drinks for Timo and Timo, thank you so much for the super chat. Let's go into the uh, let's go into the uh, live chat while Joe sets up his shots for Timo and thank you so much, Timo. Want some tequila and uh, put 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 the future viewer music. Phil, it's fuck face if you buy the Blu-ray. Thank you, Atari Dad. And we got uh, Nick Diaz in the live motherfucking chat. Uh, and it happened off camera two weeks. Noah had a better death right on Timo. more importantly, it was dumbass, unimportant. Uh, sorry. Notice there's no newer characters you give a fuck about, so there's only a few alive you do. And that's why it's hard to give a fuck about if anyone else dies. I think the only new character I somewhat gave a shit about, but they ruined it with lack of uh, attention to his <laughs> attention to his story is Aaron. I legitimately liked Aaron, and I thought his character had a lot of potential that they just bumbled. And abandon them. Everybody was like, yeah, Daryl had dinner with fucking Aaron and Uh, Eric. Aaron and Eric. And then they're like, He's he going to be a whole storyline. He's going to move in there. He's become part of their family. It's going to re- be real deep. We're going to learn more about Daryl, getting a friendship with him, and actually get to hear more about his relationship with Merle through that, and yada, 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 or whatever. Like, there was all this possibility that they could have explored if they took their time in the good way and not take their time by, like, having everything last a day so you can't do any, ca- any character development.
1: chase Enid's panties through the fucking forest like he shouldn't be, going out alone. He should have been bit back
0: then. So, so have a good night, uh, Justin Thomas. Thank you so much for being on in. Welcome, S. M. Down, Jay. Great to have you. And okay, now we're gonna start to change things up right here. But this does not mean we can't go back and talk about The Walking Dead a little bit more later. So uh, definitely, if you have any. You can never go back. (laughs) Speaking of lost, uh, Cadigan said something about lost. I don't want to go back to the island. Uh, I don't want to go back to that. But we may drag Joe back there before the end of the show. And so if anyone has any walking dead questions, you can definitely text them in or leave a voicemail 781 990 8509 or at the end of the show, pop them in the live chat when we open up the chat one more time. So, the next part of this, the next part, if you want to fucking hear what the fuck, what the fuck, uh, this motherfucker thought we're going to get into. What did you, huh? you what, did you what did you think? What did you think? What did you think? Was it good or did it really fucking say? What did you think? What did you think? What did you think? Was it alright What did it drive and drive? Okay, so before we go on to the better show, Joe, we didn't answer. You didn't answer T- Timo's question though. Are you enjoying the Red Machete?
1: Um, whatever it was that happened this week in the Red Machete made me like it a little bit more. Oh, the wa- the Wandering Zombie who took it out of the zombie's face.
0: Ah, oh, Mayor Joe Hale.
1: That's right, 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 right. That and I was like, ah. Joe!
0: and he says claimed it was the best part of this walking dead season that moment right there is the best part of the whole walking dead season yes,
1: yes it was i agree <laughs> that was fun i did that tied it all together and that that made me happy for that webisode thing again like i've said the webisodes right from the beginning they've been really good and these are just the webisodes they're just throwing them up in, in between commercials now because People don't – they don't pump them enough to tell you to go check it out at their website, and they stop telling you to and stuff.
0: So yeah. so to get into the second half of our discussion here, the second part of our discussion, we're going to talk about this most recent episode of Vikings called The Plan, and I'm going to do uh, – I forget where I got this article. I just did Vikings episode recap sort of thing, and I'm going to quickly read through the episode because I think it's been a while since Joe and I thought it, but I'm, I thought about it, and I definitely want to get uh, Joe's thoughts on this particular episode, I'm not sure how much of it he remembers. Uh, this week's episode of Vikings was called The Plan. Some of the characters have plans. So Bjorn Ironside is is on the ladder, so we get to see Bjorn on his adventure. What did you think of what we got to see about of Bjorn so far this season? I'm excited to see more, but I'm bored with it right at the moment. So it, it's it's not you're wanting to get back to the more of the action stuff in this moment. I I, see, I actually liked it. I liked some of the visuals that we got, but I I can definitely see where you're going. It's slow building.
1: Here's the thing. After this last episode of Vikings, I I didn't get to catch it on time, so I had to wait for it on demand, and uh, I put on demand, and it said, "Now this is this was a." This was the thing. This is what made me realize uh, it said two hours on demand. And I was like, ah. Oh. That was my response when I saw that it was a two hour long episode. Oh. Now, it wasn't a two hour long episode. Ah, uh, History Channel just tried to fucking squeeze in that night bullshit so they could get you to watch it and get you hooked. So they played it on demand immediately rolling after The Walking Dead. They basically DVR'd the whole two hours and put that up on demand rather than separating it. So I thought, why, why did that make me feel like that? Why? Because as much as I like it and it's entertaining, it is not Vikings anymore. It does not have that one pivotal character whose story I actually give a shit about. I don't care about two of the three brothers. And the one I do care about, I think he's kind of fucking psycho. i not really big on the actor. And uh, Bjorn Ironside's story's gotten stale. And what's going on back in Cadigan, I don't really give a shit about. I, I want to see the fine hair brother. <laughs> and I want to see Bjorn Ironsides. And I want to see Rollo. I like the Floki shit, but they're not giving me enough of it, and it's kind of weird right now. His five minutes in the beginning, five minutes in no middle, five minutes. It, like, uh, I'm just not that excited for the Vikings. Inter-
0: interesting, interesting, interesting tag. I didn't, th- I didn't think you were going there. Uh, it's that 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 it hit me that I'm that, gonna try not to because uh, this this show the the show the show that we're doing right now is uh, is, call- is called is uh, called. It's called wait, 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 wait. it's called what did Joe think so uh, so I want to kind of keep my keep my thoughts and we'll wait to uh, the next Viking recap that we do to get into it a little bit more but I, I, I'm I feel almost a little and Timo just said in the chat too I I feel like I thought I was gonna feel the way that you're feeling but I'm surprised that I'm not I'm really into Ivar and I'm on board with him I as a as a main character I don't mind psychos I just there's no fucking depth to them they're all
1: they're they, they're cookie cutters they really are they're like oh in order to be psycho i got to
0: he melts eyeballs a lot like, no doubt it, he huh, he mel- he just, he, he, he rigs totally, it up he totally rigs it up can't
1: it can't be and, and it just seems like that's what you got to do like you can be scary without having to be all fucking stupid about it. Like like yeah, the moment when he's on the on the ground in the episode before and he's screaming, it's it's a war, it's a battle, he's bloody okay, that comes off as psycho, it came off good, it came off fine. Uh, but like like the the like I have to be menacing towards my brother with like look at him under my from behind my, under my eyelids, whatever the expression, like it just feels, none of them have the charisma to carry it. I'm sorry. Nobody, there's nobody on this show that has the charisma to carry this show. And that's why we're spending so many, so much time with so many different characters right now. They have really broadened up the stories that they're telling So
0: people in the live chat are relatively
1: depth with anything. It's all, it's all shallow and it's all over the place. We have five main stories going on. There's a reason why we haven't seen Rollo yet, because if you threw in a Rollo storyline on top of it, Oh my God. Like you wouldn't get any time. We're getting no substance in any of this shit. And none of it, like as much as the story is moving, yeah, finally we're in the Mediterranean or finally she's going to marry fucking, fucking dude. Like, have you been avoiding me? I couldn't wait any longer. How long has she been avoiding him? How long has he been waiting? Like we have no fucking concept of how long it's been. So the, the line kind of falls stale. It's like, has it been a day, a week,
0: a month? How long have you been there for? No, no. And you, you make, you make fair points. I guess I'm just, I I just enjoy watching the kid Ivar again. It's, I guess it's the walking dead sort of thing with Negan to a point. I like watching him eat scenery up and, and and I, am and I'm, and I'm kind of, I'm enjoying the, 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 the blood play, the laugh, the, the moments that him him berating his brother. Why should we be afraid of him? Why? He's a fucking
1: cripple. Yes, he can fight, but it's like sneak attack kind of fight. Like I think, both his brothers could probably fucking kill him. These three kids running around when 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 he's like woof woof and the kid gets up and storms out of the fucking room and you're like shoulders through two fucking Vikings that are each a fucking whole head taller than him. Why would anybody? They're Ragnar's sons. Yeah, they're his sons. They're his little fucking boys. They're not men. They don't look like men. They don't act like men. They don't come off like fucking men. They come off all of them with the exception at this point now of Bjorn Ironside, they all come off like little fucking boys and it's awful. It's,
0: God. Interesting. God. Oh, Joe, Joe going completely against what I thought you'd yeah, no, be going I for.
1: Answer, I answer. The more you got me opening up about it, the more I realized just how bad. They so this are. all, ca- this, they don't this all
0: came from you hours. not being happy that there was a two hour, two hour, uh, two hours or that being unhappy that there was two hours. So you knew that it was something wrong. So you explored your, you, you, you fate to tell me how you feel, uh, Joe. Yeah, no,
1: I had to, I had to know like I, I did. I've been thinking about it and, When I saw that it was two hours long on on demand, it made me really start thinking about what was wrong with the show. Timo Timo is shaking
0: her fist at the screen at you right now. Uh, uh, Carriage says, I love the complexity of the Byzantine civilization, which they are just hinting at. I like the English side of York. I like Lagatha. period. Let's not kid ourselves. Ivar can't carry the show. It's bad casting, says X-Sword Stone. Uh, King McKay says, so many... Hashtag team Ivar's in my comments, but low key don't like Ivar that much as a character. Teemo again, more shaking a shame bell and cursing at the screen at you. Uh, I hate, I hate the princess. uh, I miss Rollo, but I don't want to see her. So I'll sacrifice Rollo. Uh, Swordstone says, Princess mouth Timo, only good for one thing. Cadigan says, Fine hair grew on me, but he's pretty cool. I'm going to cheer for Lagatha when the Civil War starts. Ubi is hot as Timo. Detroit Lions says, Fine hair is the next Ragnar. He's kind of looking a lot like Ragnar, too, in scenes. He probably looks visually the most like Ragnar in the show at the moment. Timo says, The other one is Lapdog, Woof Woof, and Ivar exploits both of them because he's smarter. And I think that's one of the things that we're supposed to understand about Ivar, even if for you, Joe, it's not necessarily coming through on screen, is that he's He's a, a head smarter than everybody out there, and in kind of a step ahead from a military uh, tactics standpoint. And
1: yeah, and, he, and, and why? Why? Why?
0: Because he's Ragnar's son.
1: How many people has he learned with? Oh, the Romans had some interesting tactics, really. You learned to read Roman? You need to learn you learned to read Latin? Um really? okay. Aslog
0: as taught him. Aslog
1: taught him. Aslog taught him to read Latin. <laughs> sure, she so did. All <laughs> sure Latin books did. that are left there written in old fucking English lettering or whatever <laughs> like uh, <laughs> not written in runes or whatnot. Like are you fucking kidding me? Or or did other people in the camp tell him about in the, in the army tell him about this shit? How did he come up with any of these plans? Are we sure he's the fucking smart one? So many fucking questions. None of them answered. None of them shown to us. Just why are we burning these bodies? Shut up, lapdog. I'm not telling you. And I'm not telling my audience. Ha ha, <laughs> go fuck yourselves. I'm smarter than everybody. It doesn't. It falls flat. He can't carry it off. It's, it's
0: bad. So, bad. You're, so, you're bad. Not, so So you're not feeling Vikings right now is what you're saying after this last episode.
1: I'm not feeling much of any TV.
0: No, and I'm right not. I'm noticing that, Joe. Joe. You're, you're, uh, you're, 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 you're. N- I watched, I watched. Uh, okay, so you know there was
1: that kingdom, uh, something, something kingdom. It's like the Vikings knockoff, right? There was a King Alfred. N- Do you mean night, Nightfall, was it? Are you talking about? Oh, no, Nightfall. That's the thing that comes afterwards. It's, it was another kingdom of something or something kingdom. It's basically Vikings, only there's a different Alfred, a different, you know Ragnar, and it's Ragnar's son. Know, it's weird. Ragnar die dies in season. The Last Kingdom. Thank you, Ion Tron. So the kid that the guy that plays King Alfred in that was in another series with. believe me, if if you check this out, if you even look at the IMDb for this series called Banished, the amount of faces you're gonna see in this, you're gonna be like, holy shit! I like him. I like him. I like him. I like him. Or I recognize him. He he plays a guy in the like, this is so he's in the series called banished along with uh, one of the train spotting guys along with uh, one of the 300 guys along with just, you'll recognize a lot of people in this. And it came out a couple of years ago. It's a BBC BBC worldwide or some shit. And we watched the one season they made of it eight episodes or something like that. And when it ended, I was like, Holy shit. This is like – the like there's some problems to it. I can't say that it's a perfect series. But I was like, no wonder they didn't pick this up again. I am fucking sad right now. How do you end a whole season and leave your entire audience just fucking bummed? Straight up fucking like, what the fuck? What was it- can go – my wrist right now, and I would. Just, I, I I don't think I'd be sad. <laughs> like, what show is this show? Be so sad.
0: What what show? So banished. Banished. And, like
1: the acting in it is really good. The writing
0: is really good. Um, okay. But they only made eight episodes. They kind of set it up to to be more. But T- Timo Timo has a present for you that she just sent in for uh, your opinion on Vikings tonight. Here we go.
1: Shut the fuck up, Joe. <laughs> But yeah, I am definitely having a problem with lately. Shut the fuck up, Joe. So,
0: well, and I, I stress to ask you this question as well that I asked you in the Is there anything in this episode of Vikings that you were feeling? Oh. Yeah, uh, I did like this. this th- there's a lot about it that I do
1: like. I'm not trying to say that it's all bad. I like the cinematography. No, 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 the, the n- no, no, fair, f-
0: f- <laughs> fuck, go fuck, go fuck yourself. No, but what you're what you're what you're really missing is and and I'm okay, just I, really missing Ragnar. Right. He, was the,
1: he was what I, got fair. me into the show. He's no. what kept me in the show. And fair point. He carried the show, and everybody else was really good and played really well with S- him. But this show, the only and nobody can deny that it is really seriously lacking. Mm. It's 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 charismatic lead actor. I'm sorry. That little fucking cripple is not it.
0: Because because I guess the only argument I could go against you right now, Joe, and in, in this, like I said, this is the, uh, this is the what a Joe thinks show. So I'm going to, I'm going to back, back off a little bit on this, but I'd say my only argument would be that, that the show right now doesn't necessarily have a central star. There's, it's a ensemble piece. And now that Ragnar's gone, I like the, the time distribution between all the locations where you don't have to spend as much time with Ragnar because he's such a gravitational force. So you can kind of bounce around to a lot of different locations. And, and I, and I'm actually enjoying that, uh, about Vikings this season. And I think I'm enjoying this first half more than last season's first half with the drug addiction Ragnar storyline. And Katie
1: just, Katie just scolded me for calling him the little cripple boy. <laughs> <laughs> she said i'm not allowed to call him that anymore what? i just couldn't think of his name I, I couldn't think of it now i'm sorry all you little crippled boys out there and uh, it's even worse see you people got me drunk i didn't mean the you people thing
0: <laughs> Live motherfucking chat. Detroit Detroit Lion says, Did you know that Edge from WWE is the next episode? I uh, mean I'm not drunk. <laughs> Timo, you, you got Joe drunk and he's, he's he's ranting. People you you guys all asked for this what does Joe think episode, you know? This is this is this was
1: you uh, don't want to know what Joe thinks.
0: <laughs> you 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 all you all wanted this, you all want this I even recorded a song for you guys, What did Joe think? think? What did Joe think? What did joke, what did you think? Was it good? What did you Really fucking sad. What did joke?
1: What, 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 what did you think? What did you think? What did you think? Was it alright? What did it drop in the train? Yeah, and I make this face in these sounds, and I'm going to do shots at bars, too. I should to see the women
0: flock for me. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> T- Timo, Timo says, yes, Timo, it, uh, Stephanie and I were talking about that today as we recorded it. We like how it came out so much, we're going to add some verses to it, but uh, we need another verse. We don't give a shit what he thinks or something. I was I was going to say Joe uh, plays with a shrinky dink or something, but we'll, we'll work we'll workshop it. It will be... It'll be longer eventually. That's kind of a tease for the song at this point. Uh, if you guys have any lyrics, put it in the comment section that you want in the uh, in the "What Does Joe Think" song, and we'll we'll add them in. Love to get your comments and questions. Timo, get back some of that hate on Joe for his opinion right now, if you want. But if anyone disagrees with Joe, let us know in the comment section. We're going to start. Everybody disagrees with Joe. Every? Do you say
1: everybody does? Everybody disagrees with Joe until. I explained it properly, and they realized they were wrong.
0: <laughs> Unfortunately, Ragnar and Vikings isn't the same as losing Sean Bay in Game of Thrones. At least Joe will never have to worry about serving Jury or Dutty. Oh, see, here's, here's the thing. Um,
1: so I mentioned Banished being very sad at the end, right? There's... I. I I'm going to spoil Banished for everybody because it's already two years old. So,
0: okay. Like, well, wait, let's set it up. If anyone doesn't want to be spoiled for Banished, please mute the video for uh, about a minute.
1: <laughs> yeah. they... So, uh, the one of the main guys dies at, you know, in the end of the first season. And it, or, immediately, I was like, it really fucking bummed watching everybody watching this episode. I was like, I was really fucking bummed about it. Like, it just felt not at the loss of the actor, but of the character dying, of the way they made you feel about this character, and then him being gone. It it kind of hurt. It kind of made you feel really sad. When Sean Bean died on The Walking Dead, on the on the Walking on uh, Game of Thrones, you were more shocked and stunned. You weren't necessarily sad because you felt largely the way aria felt in that moment you were filled with rage with shock with a little bit of sadness but you had what's his name there telling you you were a stupid boy and to shut your mouth and to get
0: on with it this is a it's a different feel it it was a real fucking like so you so just to go just to go back to hook this back into Vikings Joe I think that's one of the things I'm actually feeling in Vikings right now through Ivar his rage for everything that happened to his father and his sons trying to find their name in the in the basis of what Ragnar was and where I'm finding enjoyment in the show is is in watching the world that Ragnar has left and seeing all these characters that some new some I'm liking more than others uh, some some have their moments that are more entertaining than others and some I, I do care about intensely like Lagatha and Floki and and I'm more on dreamy, vision questy kind of stuff than you are. So I'm loving all the Floki stuff. The Floki stuff is the high is the highlight of each episode for me. He's killing it from an acting standpoint, and I think everything looks beautiful. And I like what they're doing with Floki.
1: I, I'm really enjoying the Floki stuff too. I, I told you before last week. I was like, if if that was him dying, I was fine with it. It was it was beautiful. If it's not, I was fine with it. It was beautiful. Like either way, I'm, I'm more than okay with any of the Floki shit. Um, but as far as Ivar, he doesn't come off as anything but a, a, a little shit heel a little fucking brat that half of these guys would chop in half in a heartbeat.
0: Fair, do, does he need to grow a beard? I'm, I'm kidding. I don't, know,
1: I don't know what he fucking needs to do, but, like, it, yeah, not be him. Maybe a different actor. I, I don't know exactly, but written differently, written not to be a whiny, like – a snide little fucking shit heel, Like seriously, this is the kid that would be flipped out of his wheelchair in the
0: middle of fucking high school hallways between classes. So, so you think he needs to get a little less douchey and a little bit more commandery? <laughs>
1: like people like behave like this, and and he would he literally jocks would be walking up behind him, flipping him out of his fucking chair.
0: (laughs) The alpha betas, the, uh, the fucking, uh, what what was it? But Igor, not Igor, uh, what was the fucking, uh, what was his name? The Revenge of the Nerds. The-, <laughs> no, the, the big bad guy. Ogre. Ogre. <laughs> like Ogre. Uh, so, okay. So, uh, let's go. Joe just hates TV right now. Let's go. The Walking Thrones airing now on History Channel. Since so Kick of a K. Uh, jaw. Oh my God. You guys are still alive. I got two questions for you and Joe. So, right now, if anyone has any questions in the live motherfucking chat, pop them on in here about The Walking Dead or about Vikings. We'll. Uh, We'll talk about either show or any other random entertainment questions. We will definitely talk about right now for a little while uh, before we call this a podcast. Thank you to everyone that joined us for this show about what Joe thinks. But you have those questions, you disagree with something Joe said, now's the time. If you want to leave a voicemail, you can do it if you want, 781-990-8509. You can also text that line, 781-990-8509. Tell Joe why he's wrong. He loves to hear that. And... (laughs) So yeah, what Phil said. Carl started limping. Uh, uh, oh my God, you guys are still alive? I have two questions for you. Uh, Carl started limping from when he fell down the ladder in the episode, and. When did he fall down a ladder? When he uh, when he's talking to Negan, and he and he like slides down the ladder, and uh, after he's talking to Negan, and then he just suddenly starts limping. Do you well, think, I think? Do you think that Carl's acting? Basically, one of my questions is, do you think Carl's acting had something to do with him being fired from the show?
1: I, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, t- as far as I'm concerned, he's a horrible fucking actor. Like, this, this is a kid that grew up and had every chance to learn and to absorb from the people around him, and I feel like every time he's on screen, I don't feel like he, I feel like he's just, he's memorized his lines and he's spitting them out. I'd be curious to see how many takes they do over and over again with him delivering lines because I do. I, I think he is. A
0: so you pretty. think part of maybe why they fired him is maybe because of some of the stuff that he, the Carl character could have had to go through and they decided that maybe they didn't want to do that with Chandler? Maybe.
1: Uh, I, think, I think when you cast a child actor, you're rolling the dice. Are they going to come out pretty when they get older? Are they going to be ugly when they get older? Are they going to be able to act and not just get by on cuteness? And like, we can keep his mouth shut because he's, you know, he's a kid and nobody really gives too much shits about what the fuck he has to say. Yeah, it's
0: always interesting when you cast a baby or a small child and then they grow up with the other actors in the show, and then you get to the point where do you recast the kid or can the kid actually start acting and 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 live? Waiting for Carl to start acting. And he didn't. And he didn't. So so to answer to answer your question, Splitjaw, Joe says, maybe. Timo says, maybe. Joe had some stale sandwiches or Floki. Uh, Swordstone says, I like Floki, but he laughs too much. We get it. You're fucking crazy. Katigat asks, what does Joe think about the cinematography of Vikings?
1: It's fant- are you kidding me? It's always been fucking amazing. When they go to new places and you see this, the... the no, the cinematography is amazing. I think that's kind of a... Uh, rhetorical or a joke
0: no or they i think someone wanted to hear you say something good probably I, I already said that, didn't I? Like, yeah, but they they wanted to hear, they wanted, they wanted to hear you they wanted to uh, they wanted you to be happy there, Joe. To think about something happy for a second, think happy thoughts, Peter Pan. Uh Splitjaw also asks. I've been I've also seen theories that state because he was bit on the top of his shirt, he's not infected. If you watch closely, they are correct, and his shirt has a bite mark on it in seven seven. So do you, uh, th- we hinted at this earlier, Joe? Do you think there's any way the show could 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 uh, wiggle their nose in a Samantha Bewitched kind of way and decide not to have Carl die. Carl's got cloth protection. <laughs> he he was wearing Kevlar. The shirt was
1: Kevlar. Everybody else who gets bit through their clothing dies, but Carl. Sure. Uh, okay, sure. Maybe they did, and maybe they had Chandler's dad put out this text and false stories of college, and oh, they fired my son, and I don't trust them, just so they could. Resurrect them,
0: and yeah, Phil. Remember, we thought Carl blew himself up before that. What do we think about grenade launchers blowing up an entire house, Joe? Uh, a little ridiculous, but the fuck, who when they're blowing shit up? I'm fine. Did you like uh, Ivar's plan when when with the rats by going underground at the end of the episode when when they go underground in York and the rats are above?
1: Are we sure they are underground?
0: We're not positive. I think that's where they are.
1: Where are all the rats? Why are all the rats above ground? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they are or aren't, but they might be. If they
0: are, I don't know if they really did that or not. (laughs) so so joe joe's not feeling it. it's another joe's not feeling good point on joe on children casting says joe brand is the perfect example i miss cute brand uh yeah the casting brand because he's cute and then him growing into brand uh igor says i said way half his face
1: so you don't even cute cute carl anymore and they, they don't want to spend the money on the makeup to make a, a black hole in the kid's skull. And they so they they cover up half his face, they put that hat on him. Mm-hmm. You can't even see him. Carl is a, a fucking hat and an eye patch walking around and nothing else.
0: Igor also says that, have any
1: facial expression for Christ's sakes, aside from sad and sullen.
0: <laughs> Igor also says, I said before, Riggs probably couldn't have put, pulled off the future comic Carl storyline. Cadigat says, No, Joe, I really want your true opinion. That's all about the cinematography. Swordstone <laughs> says, Why am I being blocked from the chat every five minutes not enough HLA talk I'll try my best you're being blocked from the chat fuck fuck no dude we know what fucking chat can go fuck itself motherfucking chat no motherfucking one, chat behave motherfucking, motherfucking
1: uh stay away from racist bigotry and uh more praise towards me and you'll be fine. You yeah,
0: be fine. It, exactly. Joe has a filter on that if, if someone doesn't say Joe is always right every every like two two minutes at least once, uh you, you get you Joe. Yeah,
1: you, or, you immediately uh, get
0: blocked. Yeah. If you if well, yeah. Yeah, you're allowed to say fuck Phil as much as you want. One anti-Joe comment, and uh, you, you get you out of here. Get here. Get, <laughs> this is Joe's house. This is Joe's show. <laughs> this is the one to Joe think show. <laughs> Phil doesn't have any power here, assholes. Uh yeah, Joe is, Joe is happy. Sandwiches for everybody. Uh, he's immune. Cotton is the cure. We need more kinky sleens with the nuns and the bishops. Remember, the Romans did build sewers. Yeah, that, that's why I'm thinking it's the sewers as well, Ducks. Uh, bottoms up motherfucking chat. Riggs old man sells tours and autographs. He's missing out on future cake. And that's why he's upset about everything. Great to see Tim after the live chat. Oh, my God. If they keep Carl alive for some stupid-ass reason, I don't know if I could stick with this show. Uh, and uh, <laughs> let's go. We got one voicemail and we got one... It was Actually, bit by a raccoon
1: that was hiding in the log that they had stretched him out over, not by one of the walkers.
0: <laughs> Here we go. Oh shit! Uh, no, this. Uh, I I just I have to re re uh, get something up. Excuse me. We do have a voicemail to play, and uh, we we had a comment that was a uh, someone texted me about something else. So we <laughs> you got
1: to learn to keep it up, not having to keep getting it back up.
0: Sorry, I mean, I know sorry. you're
1: getting older. But...
0: I am getting older. That becomes more difficult as the weeks and months go on, Joe. And uh, so here we go. Let's listen to this. This I believe this is from our buddy Hannibal.
1: Hey, what's up, uh, it's Hannibal? I was just thinking, if you were face-to-face with a walker and you just cracked him in the fucking face, right, with your fist, <laughs> and you caught him on the teeth... And he just happened to catch your fucking knuckle. You You're think dead. that would turn you? Yep. Um, yep. This is, uh, I don't know. Yep. I think it might. I don't know. You could put yep. some hydrogen peroxide on it. I don't know. What do you guys think? You're dead. Dead, gone. That's a fight bite. It's called a fight bite. Right? When you punch someone you in the mouth and you break a tooth, it's called a fight bite. bite. Bite means
0: dead. Fight, bite, motherfucker. Oh, yes. Uh, yes, it would, said sword uh, Swordstone says that. I'm not going to say fuck, Joe. I hate both you guys. Oh, shit, if
1: I can catch AIDS by brushing my teeth and having my gums bleed and then kissing some prostitute that I picked up, then yeah. <laughs> so, so <laughs> then yeah.
0: Joe says, yes, confirmed Tyrion time-traveled to Rome to design the new sewer system for Vikings. Timo says, like Mayor Joe, did he just pinch the walker and say claim? That makes it even more funny. When do you think the bishop gets killed? I think maybe at the end of this half a season, uh, but, but but who knows? I, I doubt he's a long-term character, but but possibly I could... Uh, he, I, I'm enjoying him, his performance. I'm
1: sure he hopes he's a long-term character. He hasn't done much since he got out of... He did the tutors and then he did that movie with uh fucking airplane Scientologist dude. And then uh we haven't really seen much from him
0: airplane Scientologist dude. That could be that could explain so many people. Oh, fiction guy. Oh uh Travolta. Yeah, him geez Travolta. Uh, no, you can't kill Bishop King Henry. The world claim claim triggers me for lost claim temp, temple arc. Oh fucking uh, lost shit. Okay, so Joe, you're saying you're pretty down on most of the television you've seen. Uh, one last question for me: When was the what was the last thing on TV that you saw that you really really loved? Would it would it be Punisher? See, I, I, Or do you have issues with going Punisher? Netflix, no, we're gonna
1: call Netflix television.
0: Yes, including Netflix and Amazon and Hulu series. What well, is Banished. the? I just told you I watched Banished. Ah, it was like we we watched
1: one episode to give it a shot, and then I was like, boom, eight episodes. Boom. I had to go to work. I got home and I was like, finish them off. So, like, so uh, okay, really so so ba- so I really enjoyed the last season of Game of Thrones. All right. I don't know. I'd have to rewatch our, our reviews to see if I actually remember <laughs> enjoying it as much as I remember joining
0: it. You, you, uh, you, you recently, not too long ago, we talked about this. You watched not fear, sure, the yeah. Wa- fear, the walking dead. You watched Westworld again and you hated it just as much, but you're still yep. going to tune into season two uh, at this point. So you can hate on it more it's actively, enough,
1: but it's for different reasons. Like it's not good TV. It's just, I liked it.
0: Do you like, uh, are you excited for a new black mirror on Netflix?
1: No, I never finished season two. Like it's Twilight Zone, it's modern Twilight Zone, uh, modern uh, No Limits or Outer Limits, whatever it was called, you know. So it's it's not new for me, and the stories aren't super new either. They it's good. And I, I, I liked the first season of uh, the first two seasons or so. I didn't watch the season of Mr. Robot.
0: And uh, two quick shows. We have a question from, uh, from Paul in the live chat. And I have a question for you as well. Uh, stranger things and Punisher for two oh, Netflix I like series. Both stranger things. seasons. I like season two a lot. I fucking was so upset.
1: Bob died. <gasps> <gasps> I'm sorry for that spoiler. If you haven't watched stranger things season two and go fuck yourself if you haven't. <laughs> um, and the Punisher was just fantastic. My thing, my thing, my thing is this. And it started with Jess Jones. (laughs) Maybe it started with Deadpool. or I don't know exactly where it fucking started, but here's, here's the deal. I am so fucking sick and tired, and I can see it coming with The Walking Dead, how we will kill hundreds of fucking underlings and henchmen coming at us. But when we get to the main bad guy... We're going to take him in, or we're not going to fucking kill him. We're not just going to kill him. We're not going to torture him. We're not going to kill him. He's going to face justice. Why? What about the 400 henchmen you just murdered on the way to him? Oh, you didn't murder him. That was self-defense. You're allowed to murder the guy that sent him after you. Rick
0: needs to kill him him one-on-one,
1: Joe. Even if he doesn't have a fucking gun, you're allowed to kill him. He's the psychopath that sent 400 fucking henchmen to just kill you just now that were shooting at you with guns and trying to stab you and killing your family or whatever the fuck they were doing, whatever the fuck henchmen do, you killed all of them, but you're not going to kill the main bad guy? Why? With Jess Jones, with Punisher, we don't have this issue of like, oh no, that's too evil for them to do. No, because everybody in the audience wants it done. Everybody. There's no redeeming quality. Finish off a fucking story. We don't need a goddamn fucking six month cliffhanger for some bullshit fucking new storyline, which happens to be the same fucking storyline because you cliffhanged your bad guy into next season.
0: Yeah. And, and I, bullshit. I agree with you about Punisher way to fucking go. And that leads us into probably the last thing we'll talk about a little bit, which is more, uh, topic about something that's happening right now that I'm very curious. We talked a little bit about this in the pre-show, and I'm just curious of your thoughts about this. Uh, the deal has gone through. There might be some problems with it, but I don't want to talk about the logistics of all the money transaction and everything, but Disney is buying 20th Century Fox, which means Disney's going to be getting a whole bunch of shit. It's, it's, I can scroll down and start reading some of the stuff that Disney's getting. Uh, one of the things that Disney's getting is all the original Star Wars movies, so you might Actually, get releases of uh, the original cuts. The it, yeah, the original cuts because they're they're gonna get that. So d- they're not necessarily be owned by Han uh, stepping on a uh, one eighth size Jabba the Hutt's tail. Exactly. They're they're getting The Simpsons, Family Guy, This Is Us, Modern Family, Homeland, Empire, movies, Avatar, Star Wars, Deadpool, X Men, Ice Age, Spider Man franchise, a uh, whole bun whole bunch of That's shit that course. Disney is potentially getting here. Does this, and I know you're, you, uh, you like Deadpool, right? Yep. And I recently also saw the movie Logan for the first time. It just got added to HBO Go, and I was intensely into that movie. That, that, that was really fucking well done. I love the adult, like, oh. what was that?
1: Let me say it again for you.
0: Ugh. Okay, Joe didn't like that movie, but
1: but <laughs> I didn't I, not like it. But I didn't think it was as good as everybody. Oh, else I did.
0: don't. I don't think it's the greatest movie. fucking sucked. I don't think, I don't think it was like the greatest movie sucked. of all time. I, what I was about to say is I really love the performance of Patrick Stewart and right. because let's get out on a fucking boat where we can't bring our fucking albino
1: and where he has his first fucking psychotic breakdown. We're all dead
0: anyway. <laughs> like it makes the. Right. But that's there, they here they're, they're there. My point is that it's a movie that deals with like it's more of like an adult fucks every other word. Uh, are you at all worried about with ha, 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 owning some of these properties and fucking <laughs> and and fucking it up, Joe? Are you, are you worried about uh, Deadpool 3 dip Deadpool and Mickey Mouse as uh as uh as Ryan Reynolds joked about? Uh, I'm not
1: necessarily worried about that. Here's the thing. Disney is the owner but Fox is still its own company, right? Like they still have Fox still has a president, they still have a board, they still have people that make the decisions for but, Fox. But uh-huh,
0: uh-huh,
1: Joe. Uh-huh. Just, but do you want uh, do you want a Simpsons park? It's you can figure out what the fuck that oh, uh-huh. do, you, do you want do you want a Simpsons park at the park at the uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. You want Springfield? I my fucking uh <laughs> Like <laughs> wor- it, yeah
0: it's worse it's worse
1: it's worse uh <laughs> i'm not worried about it it's its own company i think it, i think they'll be able to keep the integrity of what they want to keep for the shows they want to keep just fine they'll relinquish some of their their rights and properties and just hand them over to disney to get some things under one roof like fantastic four spider-man making sure all the marvel uh crap which is why they did this in the don't 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 have any delusions that they they cared about buying Family Guy. No, they like, they,
0: they want they wanted to be able to do products. they wanted to be able to do the Secret Wars and shit like that and Infinity have Infinity and have Infinity this Gauntlet next phase back. after the Infinity Gauntlet thing be all these fantastic the Fantastic Four and Spider Man are so and the X Men are so integral t- if the, to these next Marvel stories that Disney probably wants to do if they keep wanting to crank these things out on a yearly basis. So they just want to get all these fucking properties under their belt. There's also some gaming stuff that they're getting and some other things as well.
1: They have the two big now they have what? The two biggest movie franchises in movie history. Three, three biggest movie movie franchises in movie history. They own all of the Star Wars franchises. They own now all of the uh uh X-Men and Marvel superhero movie franchises. And then they also own the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise which they're not going to be making. They're
0: going to own Avatar now too.
1: Oh. Uh, Yeah, but who cares?
0: There was one Avatar. But there's going to be two more. And and they're gonna be they're at, least, at least they're gonna be they're gonna be pubbed really big. So it's just another potential they could create an avatar land. <laughs> you know what I can do? <laughs> I can create an avatar land too. <laughs> they're getting uh, like all this sports shit too. They're gonna be uh, working on a uh, sports streaming service and uh, FX, American Horror Story, Fargo. It's always sunny. National Geographic channel- channels, uh, Running Wild, Baby, blah blah blahs, uh, Star India and Mumbai. Includes dozens of television channels in several languages, including English and Hindi. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're huge. Zippity doodle. Who? they're they're getting Hulu. So you can expect all the 20th century Fox stuff that's on uh Netflix to be switching over to Hulu. They're also getting uh star uh star the European satellite TV giant. So they're they're getting a lot of fucking shit. So I'm surprised that
1: this deal was even approved by uh governments
0: it's actually it's not to get too into that, but it is being uh, investigated. This essentially is destroying one of like, if you, if you think about it, like the fucking mafia families in the, in the, in the Godfather they're they're taking out one of the families, one of the two of the families are combining. And one of the big studios is essentially disappearing and Disney is consolidating their forces. And I mean, that's why it's a little, it's a little troublesome to some, I mean I'm thinking about it more as an entertainment standpoint and what I like to see uh Wolverine involved in some in some movies or like to see some of these properties would I joke I'm joking about it but what I like to play with ha ha, ha and go into Springfield uh, Springfield Disney Park land or something like that of, of course am I excited for Star Wars land There, it's it's hit or miss with me with it you know it is what it is You know, you accept the Disney for the Disney element of it, but you got to hope that we're... How
1: good the animatronics are.
0: And it also, you got to look at Disney with Marvel. Yes, they do put a hand in the Marvel movies, but they let Marvel micromanage their own bullshit. Uh, Star Wars is a little bit different. Uh, With, we were just talking about the marvel universe not the cinematic universe but the television universe that that fucking punisher and daredevil exists those aren't very fucking disney friendly and i'm hoping that at least and when touchstone pictures exist i'm pretty sure there was a lot of r rated movies from touchstone pictures when disney owned that so it's not necessarily i think hopefully they'll use this as an opportunity to do some of the more of their adult products through through fox or something like that <laughs>
1: One of the big reasons why, um, I don't know, if anybody out there who has watched the most recent uh, Avengers series, I mean, um, not Avengers, uh, Defenders series Mm -hmm. and Punisher series, you're going to notice the lack of uh, intertwining it with the regular MCU, like they start right. No,
0: there, there's a war, there's a somewhat of a war going on because the television series is doing it better.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and they they're doing it very well. Minus Netflix the Iron Fist, unreal. My,
0: yeah, <laughs> <really>. <laughs> can they recast the? Is it too late to recast the Iron Fist? What a horrible. Oh fuck! Bad. Can we can we I shit? Can we? T- how
1: bad of an actor he is, really? It's just fucking awful. Get rid of this kid.
0: Excuse me, a, everybody.
1: Pretty boy, they cast as a pretty boy in a in a series, a book series, who's fucking really kind of nothing throughout the fucking book series. And like, uh, so they cast a pretty boy and like all of a sudden he's famous and he can act? No, he can't act.
0: No, it, it's poor. And as much as I want to blame, Joe and I were talking about this a little off camera at one point, as much as you can blame the writing and say Iron Fist wasn't as entertaining as it could be from a writing and story standpoint, it's all the difference if the person in the starring role of that can actually carry a scene. And there's so many people, and I've, I've joked about it before because I'm not a huge uh, I'm not the biggest fan of this show, but, like, even the dude that played Arrow, if he was cast as the Iron Fist, it would have been a better show. If it was switched, like, let fucking Ulores go to Arrow and be on that pile of turd. And can we bring Oliver Queen over and be the Iron Fist? Can we trade? Can we do a trade? Because I- I'd, be, I'd be okay with it. Can we put Stephen Amell in the Iron Fist role? He's not perfect, but he would be a lot fucking better than this douche.
1: Well, that would be better than this, than, than this guy. You could even, like... You could have avoided a whole bunch of that whitewashing and white savior shit if you had just made him a, an Asian-American rich kid from New York. Like, they exist, you know. <laughs> They're not, it's not like it had to be a white guy that went down over fucking Asia. His plane went down over Asia somewhere, like... And that's a big thing to kind of get over. Like it really feels like it, if it is or isn't, whether it's true, I never really read any golden fish shit. So if it's true or not to the, to the fucking comic books is kind of besides the point, because whatever years, the fucking iron fist books were written. I'm sure there was a lot of fucking racial bias to begin with. And it was probably whitewashing and fucking, <laughs> and, uh, white savior shit going on in that book itself so So,
0: hack hack world jumps and says iron fist is a show i really can't even finish five minutes of uh shirtless iron yes Stephen mel completed the part if he's shirtless Timo says straight line says all the marvel shows on netflix suck and the movies suck too fuck marvel check snl skit about avatar with ryan gosling pretty funny saturday Night live sucks but this was funny so all in all joe just all just to finish you know what else sucks phil what's that
1: the Detroit Lions.
0: Oh, you're an asshole. So, uh, so ultimately, Joe in full asshole mood. But everybody, everybody, that piece of tequila. Not
1: like I didn't say the Detroit Lions 100 suck. It's the actual Detroit Lions suck.
0: Yeah, except for Bears. And I mean,
1: you can't argue with that. Like it's like saying the Cleveland Browns.
0: Browns. It's yeah. it's like it's like trying to say the Cleveland Browns. It's like trying to say
1: it. Like the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> suck you got to admit it even cleveland would admit that their browns suck
0: and uh, no, and yes yes uh yes uh sword uh, i'm the uh, i'm the uh the immortal iron fist not you i'm the, the immortal iron fist well the packers lost today
1: yeah fuck the packers well barry,
0: barry sanders is still the greatest running back of all time in- uh, and you can't argue with that he's fucking amazing. he's fucking amazing Wait, Barry sanders yeah he was fucking amazing or at least in the top top uh yeah. top five yeah, he, he was a lion yeah yeah, yeah yeah, he's amazing like and he had he had no teams and he was uh and he retired on top just because they yeah. you know they yeah, wouldn't yeah, trade yeah. him to a cadet like at like barry's barry's amazing one of the best running backs of all time so uh <laughs> different disu- different discussion <laughs> altogether. together but you guys wanted to know it you heard it that's what joe thought about the walking dead and vikings and uh, we also talked a little bit about so ultimately joe any problems you have with this disney takeover other than disney playing a giant game of monopoly which isn't really fair fair heads at, at some level but just from a just from fuck all of that i don't give a fuck about that just from us as watching entertainment any of the 20th century fox stuff do you think will be affected by by this merger by by mickey
1: i don't really think so i think uh there might be a few other things that I can't think of right now that Disney has their eye in wanting to move from Fox over to the Disney fold. but certainly there's it, it can't be anything that I'm really interested in. Um, I I really hope they keep their fingers like there's a reason you bought this company and there's a reason you bought it for 52 billion dollars. And that reason is because it's a successful company. That reason is because this company knows what it's doing. has been putting out entertainment now for a few decades, high caliber entertainment, not always sometimes. And you trust that the people running this shit know what they're doing. So keep your hands out of the fucking Fox honeypot for a little while. Uh, feel each other out, get those materials that you want, bring them over like the, like the comic book shit. And, uh, I don't know, I went through them a couple
0: minutes. Yeah, ago. they they ultimately Joe's right. They just wanted to get two things out of this deal. They really wanted the the Simpsons thing, and they really wanted the X-Men uh Deadpool and or not necessarily Deadpool, but they really wanted X-Men and the Spider Man like like own them straight out so that they They're could do more. What was that? And the Fantastic Four, and the Fantastic, yeah, especially the Fantastic Four, and they because they want to bring those all of them into their Marvel, Marvel universes and stuff. So it was, it was almost like if you buy, you go to like a cheap. Beetle, girl- dude. When you think about it, like people, fifty-two billion cheap for what they got
1: for the content that they got. Hulu, those all this other shit, like that was cheap.
0: No, part. and that we're looking at the valuation of the movies according to this article and this is from the LA Times. Uh 20th Century Fox Movies Studio, the valuation 13 billion, Fox Regional Sports Network, 22 regional cable channels, 22.4 billion. Uh the domestic so Now they
1: own football rights. They own they own probably a few years of, of broadcast football rights now.
0: They have pri- yeah, good. Prime Ticket, Fox Sports West, Fox Sports San Diego and Yes Network amongst others. Uh, domestic cable channels they now own FX FXX with American Horror Story Fargo all of suddenly we talked about that National Geographic s- channel is the genius this is uh, another 9 billion then Fox Group's international cable channels another 13.7 billion and then Hulu another 1.75 billion
1: Yeah Timo you don't have to worry because they'll own Hulu and that's already a streaming service you have to pay for
0: and but they're going to but disney is planning on launching two new streaming services one that's sports related and one that's for for all their content because ultimately what's going to happen now is to is in the next 5 10 years you're not going to be able to own just a couple of the streaming services. It's almost like that now where you have to own like all 50 of them to be able to watch all the shows that you want to watch. Like like I want to watch Angel and I can't watch Angel unless I get Hulu to watch Angel or I can't watch Black Sails unless I get the Stars or I can't watch uh, Shameless unless I get Showtime and I can't watch because or eventually we'll come to Netflix but then two months later and and then all these other shows are going to disappear to the point where all these individual Platforms are just going to be individual uh, channel things for whatever the company owns. Like everything that Netflix owns, Netflix is eventually going to be 95% Netflix programming shows and like all the movies and television shows and just that stuff. Amazon will probably always be the model that it is. Uh, for at least for a while, continuing doing nor- regular right. programming we'll and having yeah and so right. having anything that they can get get license fees for. But then who's going to be individual programming just from like a certain program house? to Disney One, CBS All Access, and all that Star Trek bullshit that's going on. We can bitch about that a little bit. Uh, like like all those kind of things are going to be you're, you're going to have it's going to be worse than cable. It's going to end up being more expensive than cable when it shouldn't have been because people are cord cutting. But we need to get the money and it's it's uh, it is what it is. But it's I miss the days of. Uh, uh, of uh, of having so many things on at least one of the couple... Of, uh, Back in my day, when streaming started, all had to get one and you could get them all and Hulu was free. <laughs> Whatever, Joe, but... Joe, thank you so much for joining us tonight to talk about this shit. And uh, Joe and I will be back sometime towards the end of the week to talk about Vikings. I cannot do it on Wednesday night, but uh, maybe on Friday afternoon or Thursday or something like that. I'll talk and figure out when Joe has off. And also, Joe, Matt, and I and the bloody talker from the live motherfucking chat are going to be getting together sometime next week to do our spoiler review of Star Wars. Is the Last Jedi. After Joe and Matt have an opportunity to watch it, so look out for that next week as well. So, uh, Joe, thank you so much, buddy.
1: Oh, my pleasure, buddy.
0: You fucking pal. Thank you, pal. Thank you for coming on and everyone. You wanted to know what he thought, so here it is, one more time. What a joke. What did Joe think? What a joke. What did Joe think? What a joke. What did Joe
1: think? Was it good or did it really fucking say What a joke.
0: What did you think, what did you, what did you think, what did you, what did you think, was it alright or did you drive in the drink? Everyone says uh, good good stream, Joe, except for or except for Joe being wrong on Vikings. Other than that, it was a good stream, everybody. <laughs> Joe's always wrong. There's always and everybody, if you haven't already and you enjoyed this, please hit the like button, please hit the subscribe button. If you disagree with us, let us know in the comment section below. Joe's or, the or, or leave us a voicemail or a text at seven eight one. At seven eight one nine nine oh eight five zero nine to let us know where we're fucking wrong. We love to hear your opinions. And we'll try to be back at least every two weeks even in the break uh, minus maybe some holidays and some bullshit with Joe every time he has a Sunday off work with more of what does Joe think we'll keep this going but everyone thank you so much and thank you to everyone in the live chat Detroit's I Ian Hack World K Rich E. Martinez Timo thank you so much for the super chat generosity Timo Detroit Lions again thank you so much and yes Horrible call in that game. And uh, don't talk to me about that, Al. Good to see Al Red Sox fan. Great, great to see everyone in the live motherfucking chat. We will talk to you guys next time later.